Greetings and salutations, listeners, Russian bots, and aliens tuning in from far off planets. Welcome into today's show. I'm so happy that you are here, especially the Russians. Uh, John and I had a great time recording this. This the first segment is a wild mess. We had uh, some video issues, but we had some fun. Uh, this recording took two hours to give you just under an hour of content, so I hope that you enjoy it. If you do, please hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out, whether you are on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit subscribe. It'd be really, really, really kind of you. Thanks a lot. Enjoy today's show. What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Jonathan Bearded Blevins. And we had our New Year celebration last week, but this is our first show that we are actually recording within the new year. So happy 2021, everyone. Welcome to the year that isn't terrible yet. Yet. Happy New Year. Should old acquaintance be forgot? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it means that if you have friends that aren't very close to you, you should forget them every January 1st. Is that really a line? It's really a line. I don't think that's what it means. Oh. I don't know it. <laughs> Should old acquaintance okay. be forgot? Blah, 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 blah. What blah, does blah, old anxiety mean? I do not know. Okay. I saw a meme about it the other day, and now I can't remember it. Anyway, welcome into Forte Catholic. We're <laughs> really smart. Where John and I have just been chatting for 30 minutes, and uh, just it just bled right into the beginning of the show. We were like, hey, we're going to start the show now. You know what I've been doing the last two days? Sleeping. I, I wish. I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping because okay. it's one of those weird things where, like, it's allergy and cold season, uh, which In is... In Texas? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Are you allergic to sand? I'm allergic to... Uh, Cacti and... and rough. I hate sand. <laughs> and cowboy hats? <laughs> So, no, like it's I, we live in a swamp and it's moldy and mildewy and that's all the things okay. I'm allergic to. I, I don't know if you've heard this, John, but I'm allergic to everything inside and outside. So like you I've have always, told me that before. Yeah. So I have bad allergies and this is like the time of year where I'll get like, uh, you know, sinus infections or just like colds or whatever all throughout the like colder season, which is like your summer. But, you know, whatever. But the last two days I've been just just hunkering down and sitting here because it's one of those things where it's like, hey. Uh, if you have allergies and cold, it's all the same system symptoms as that COVID thing that we've all been hearing about. Mm. Uh, but I get them all the time. So, like, for me waking up with my uvula sit, uh, laying down on my tongue like it's, it's taking a nap, like, that's normal for me. So the last okay. two days, like, I woke up just a few hours ago. My uvula was, like, made a 90-degree angle on my tongue. So, but here's the thing, John. Like, yeah. a lot of people are new to this new type of sickness and that sort of thing. I've been doing this since I was a, a wee lad. Uh, so I, I, like, I had, like, a nose ring with uh, essential oils in my nose this morning that my wife gave me. I did the neti pot. Have, you, have, have we talked about neti pots before? Are you a neti we pot We have guy? not. I've done it one time. And when I did, when I used a neti pot one time, this must have been 10 years ago, uh, I was dating my wife. And I called her to tell her I was going to do it because I was sick and I was at a friend's house. And the friend's house I was at um she was all into it she's like oh you're gonna feel so much better and my wife girlfriend at the time was like you could die you could die you could go through your brain you could die don't do it and i was very terrified so i did it but i don't think i've ever done it again because i think you can die is that true it's it's definitely not true <laughs> like it wouldn't be doctor recommended if you 
you could die. So it is that I, but I never had had it recommended by a doctor. It just seemed like this, like, I don't know. It seemed like this kind of witch doctor thing to do. No, it's it's medical MDs. <laughs> I think M stands That's for medical. That's you shoot water up one side of your nose and it comes out to the other side. That's messed up, dude. And it felt so weird. Everything in the middle, and it feels so good. So, like John, when I woke up this morning, whenever the world was open, you used to travel and speak all the time. I'm surprised you don't know this, but maybe it's a singer thing too. Like I can wake up feeling absolutely terrible and and completely get through. Like I woke up three and a half hours before. And, like, I had 18 rings under my eyes, and my eyes looked like I got in a fight and got two black eyes. You should have seen the other guy in this pretend situation. And I, I used my neti pot. I had all the all the nasal sprays and all this stuff. And now, look, John, I look almost alive. I think you actually <laughs> look great. I was going to say that. Um, so this is my neti pot. It's it's a bang energy drink. Uh, yeah. John forgets that this is a podcast I and radio medium. I, I don't. <laughs> don't I don't forget what I actually. I just think that when when you and I are doing the show together, I feel like almost everybody watches on YouTube because we're so handsome. Uh, that's not the case at all. Uh, and oh. actually, when it comes to YouTube, of, of the four co-hosts, I think yours are the least viewed. Uh, so that backfired your comment very quickly. That hurts. That one hurts. <laughs> I should retweet them more. You know, uh, it's number one is always Anthony. And I think it's because uh, Father Anthony, for those who care, he's my friend. I'll call him what I want. Uh, it's always him. I think because he's an enigma now and doesn't exist on the Internet for most yes. people. So yes. they, they, they like him. It's not because he looks. I mean, he does look like a pretty woman most days, but that's a whole nother <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes, he does. And he then does. it's the ladies and then it's you. So sorry that yeah. your your comment backfired. I plan on changing that in 2021. Well, everyone plans on changing everything in 2021, and you're like, it's going to be worse. And I'm like, it's not going to be worse, John. It's just going to be the same. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be worse for you and I particularly, but I think as a world, it could be worse. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> new beginnings. Well, okay, so before we talk about New Year things, uh, we did our Christmas show two weeks ago. We did our New Year's uh, show last week. But like I said, this is the first one that we're doing here in the new year. And I haven't talked to you yet about Christmas and New Year's. I saw pictures and you all did like, I think, do I, did I remember, remember correctly that y'all did like the matching pajamas thing? See, I think you're remembering that I told you that's what we do. Um, but we, this year, the pajamas didn't show up. In true COVID 2020 fashion, the pajamas that my wife ordered for our whole family uh, three months before Christmas never showed up. Wonderful. So it ruined Christmas for you guys. She was very upset. I, I was like, I was, I was shocked at how upset she was. I was like, it's not a big, it's just pajamas. So she's like, it's not about that. Yeah. So I don't understand why she was so upset about Christmas pajamas, but, uh, that's okay. They never showed up. And so we normally put the pajamas on and then uh, after mass, uh, and then we make homemade pizza and homemade cheese bread and watch a movie with the kids. And then we that. put the presents under the tree and all that kind of stuff. So we did all of that without the Christmas pajamas. Um, we used last year's Christmas pajamas instead. But you didn't see a picture. I didn't. I, I don't think. I don't know. Who knows, man? You can't wear the same thing twice in two years. <laughs> I know. I I've never. They never fit right. Like I don't know if you have you guys do Christmas pajamas, but no. they're just giant. I mean, they're huge. Nothing fits giant on me, Jonathan. <laughs> That's usually not me either. It, it was wild. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't show up, but I, but sad for Jody, of course, because I'm a good husband. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink to all of that. All of that sentence. I'm a horrible winker. Are you really? Yeah, it's embarrassing. I can only wink with my left eye, and I always feel like I have to. Okay, so this isn't what we planned on talking about. We planned on talking about Christmas, and boy, Christmas. this transition was interesting. But you not winking. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to – I'm trying to – I've never pictured – you in high school now i've seen pictures of you in high school but like how you interacted like 
not being able to wink. Like, were you a smooth person? Like, you were talking about your wife, and we were, we were talking about yeah. not being able to wink. Like, were you smooth with the ladies, or was it a slog? No, I was very smooth. I was very, very smooth. So what happened? I was also very cheesy. No, but you don't have to wink to be smooth. Like, it's just an aspect of it. I, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Uh, you want to hear what's funny? We're talking about... Yeah, the, just re- wink. the reason I'm asking is because I realized that during last... This is only for the people watching on YouTube. I winked during every commercial last week, not planning on it, but I was just in a winky mood, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in a winky mood. That's amazing. And I realized it after, and I hated myself for it. Okay, so you were smooth with the ladies. You didn't have Christmas pajamas. You got a wife out of it, and you made her sad on Christmas. So uh, anything else to report over Christmas and New Year's Eve? No, it was great. I, my parents moved back, uh, so I got to see them on Christmas Day. So we had some uh, we had filet mignon, I think, and crab legs. It was an incredible dinner. Um, listened to some music and stayed over there. So that was great, and the kids got to open more presents so a beautiful Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, my friend. What about you? That's good. Yeah. So I, I, I posted a video of the Christmas presents that we found under my parents' Christmas tree when we got there. And it was just like covered like our entire upstairs at the house I grew up in. I was oh, like, my goodness. So many presents for these kids. It was unbelievable. Uh, How many Legos have you stepped on since then? Uh, none. We did need to argue about this. We had this whole argument about... What did you say was better than stepping on Legos? Che- wet Cheerios? Okay, we're, are we doing this? It, Apparently, because nothing, like, why do anything we planned today, John? I said that it is better. I'd rather step on, me personally, I would rather step on a Cheerio than a Lego because pain is temporary. But when you crunch a Cheerio and it's all over your feet and then all over the floor, and then you have to wipe it off your feet and then get a vacuum out, like it's ridiculous. By the time you're done with that, the Lego pain goes away. And so I would rather step on a, a Lego than a Cheerio. Do you have a Roomba? I do not have a Roomba, but my wife would like to buy one. Well, therein lies your problem, because you're an insane person. Because if you step on a Cheerio, I step on food all the time. That's my kids. All you have to do is wipe your foot off on the ground, and Roomba will pick it up later. A Lego, it's searing pain, especially for someone who had plantar fasciitis for years, and it felt like I was stepping on a Lego every time I took a step. So uh, here's the, This has been so fun. I love this first time. I don't know if anyone else is, but let me just say, I don't know what a, u- a uvula is. Yep. I also don't know what plantar fasciitis is. Well, I feel very stupid today. Well, what's new? <laughs> I feel very dumb today. But but stepping on chair. No, dude, I'm a clean freak. I don't know if you know that about me. I'm a very big clean. Look at my stream room, dude. Uh, most stream rooms probably don't look this no, like there's, this. No, there's trash all behind you, John. You got Detroit Lions. Trash. You've got Detroit. Wow. <laughs> I walked right into that one. You sure did. <laughs> Softball right up the middle of the plate. Is that what baseball is? That is what baseball is. The uvula is the dangly thing in your throat. Okay. So the Yikes, thing that's supposed that's to dangle. Cardi B was talking about in her Not song. on your tongue. It was laying on my tongue. Pan- plantar fasciitis is what happens when you're uh, too fat for your body and your feet that are supposed to be arched start falling down and crushing. Okay. Oh, wow. And, and so there's searing pain from the fascia, which is like between your, your skin and your muscles. And that, okay. that gets really tight. And whenever you step down, it stretches out and it hurts like stepping on a Lego over and over and over again. The, the word planter, but isn't, that's used for warts, too, and feet. So is it because our feet are planted in the ground? Is that why? 100%. I'm, I'm smart. This I had great. to give you one. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, back to Christmas. This is, John. It's still Christmas. Last month, you were like, hey, this is the most scripted we've ever been. I feel like this is the least scripted we've ever been. So let's get it back is. to my notes, shall we? Okay, yeah. Okay, so a, a couple weeks ago, uh, I, on, on the show, I was sharing about how I tried to go to my home parish for Christmas, 
or, uh, for mass a, a few weeks uh, a few weeks before Christmas, and I went to the eleven o'clock mass, which I have gone to. I went to every Sunday for like twenty years of my life, and I showed up at the eleven o'clock mass that they had moved to ten without telling me, and <laughs> I didn't go to mass because. That was the last mess of the day. Well, hooray. Wow. So uh, I knew that it was at 10 this time. So I went back to my home parish. I, I did it, guys. We were wondering if I was going to make it to mass the Sunday after Christmas. Uh, and I did. It was cool. Like It was cool just to be back like in the place where like I started loving Jesus and started caring about the church, started caring about my faith. Like It was just good to be back in that environment. Uh, I did notice, you know how like you said you were feeling dumb today? I felt really dumb that day because I have been in this church literally like hundreds, if not in the thousands of times that I've been to the church because where I grew up. Yep. And there's a stained glass window up in the top. And uh, there's two f- two fish that, like, cross and make a little basket. Yeah. And then uh, have you seen something like this before in stained glass? I think so. Like the fish in the loaves. Yeah. Well, I just realized it was the loaves this past weekend <laughs> after <laughs> going awesome. there for over a thousand times. I was like, oh, like – why is there a fish basket with these strange rocks in them? <laughs> Who's dumb now? So, and then I was like, oh, there's five of them. Those are the five loaves. And that's what I learned during the homily by staring at the stained glass. But that's awesome. Here's we got to the end. And boy, am I glad that I went to my home parish for mass. Because apparently no one else notices. It's one of those things that I talked about in ma- uh, I've talked about on the show before where I hear things in mass that I think people aren't paying attention. And it's not like I'm the most like pay attention person ever. I've got ADD and I'm all over the place too. You literally just proved that. Yeah. I mean, literally this entire segment has just been our ADD acting <laughs> together. <laughs> You're like, I'm looking up during the homily. Right. Exactly. But no one else seemed to flinch. You know how there's the point in the mass. It's in the Eucharistic prayer where the priest is like saying words or something and then he lifts up his hands or he's lifting up his hands and i remember that he brings his hands down into like a prayer position because he's like and and today's mass is celebrated for or those who have departed recently and then he he holds his hands like prayers and he looks down at the book and he reads off like the names of whoever the mass is being said for you know what i'm talking about yep okay yeah oh yeah they're not supposed to do that but yeah we got to this point we got to this point in the mass, and I hear that the mass is being said for John Bon Jovi. And I look around immediately. I'm going back and forth. No and, shot. And like, I'm looking across. No one's reacting in this church. And I'm like, are y'all are y'all all tuned out because it's the same words? Other than these names, all this other prayers are the same stuff we hear every weekend. Are y'all tuned out so much? Like, I asked my friends after it who I saw. It was nice to reminisce and see old friends. Did y'all hear that? They're like, John Bon Jovi, huh? And they're like, what? And I'm like, he was part of our mass. Like, <laughs> What? Was he there? No, he wasn't there. It's a small town in southern Texas. No, it, like, it's apparently someone who, like, he, it was even worded strange. It was like, in loving memory of so-and-so and John Bon Jovi. So I'm like, I, I literally pulled out my phone, which you're, you're not supposed to do, but I pulled out my phone. I'm like, did John Bon Jovi die? Like, I had to know this information immediately. Yeah. He's not dead. So I was like, maybe there's a comma in there that was important, and maybe it was like in loving memory of this person and also for the intentions of John Bon Jovi. I had no idea what was going on, John. Maybe someone was named after John Bon Jovi and died before he did. 
I, I don't know. And here, here's the thing. It's, it's like I was talking to my wife after, and she heard it for sure because she heard me chuckling. And then just like, you know how you can like replay things that just happen in your mind? Like, yeah. why is Taylor laughing? Like, that's just her life most of the time. And so she's gotten pretty good at it. But uh, we're driving in the car, and I'm having her look it up. And she's like, well, we look up that John Bon Jovi, the one that we all know, his actual name is John, J-O-H-N. Bon Jovi. It's like B-O-N-G-I-O-V-A-N-I or what something like that. Like it's an actual last name. Okay. John Bon Jovi. I, I guess it's Italian. I don't know. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Then I'm like, okay, I have to figure out what's going on. Is this the same person or is this some other guy named this? So then I go and I look up John Bon Jovi on Wikipedia and I find out that his real name is John Bon Jovi spelled the exact same so I go to the Paris's website I pull up the online bulletin it's spelled the exact same way as John Bon Jovi's actual name is spelled so either there was someone in this parish whose name was John Bon Jovi and I didn't know it for the last 30 years or we prayed for the singer who's a fallen away Catholic during mass and I'm not sure which happened <laughs> I like to think that it was both <laughs> that it was that's both. amazing that's amazing. I had a priest friend once who uh, who uh, was reading the intentions for for mass, and it was uh, for someone who died in um, what's that show everyone loves in England? The one where they're all butlers and slaves. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah. Someone I guess died in that show, and they were like, "For the repose of the soul of," and he had to go up to the person who writes the intentions after me. We can't pray for fake people. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that person. It was a very sad episode because he watched it too. I guess he's like, "But we can't be praying for people from what's the show? It's gonna kill me." I don't know. I'm thinking of all the British shows. <laughs> My wife, Downton uh, Abbey. Downton Abbey. Thank the you. Abbey I used to call it Downtown Abbey. <laughs> Nothing is more embarrassing than saying Downtown Abbey when you're trying oh, to talk I about something you don't know. I think what's more embarrassing is being in a mass where you prayed for John Bon Jovi and weren't aware of it. <laughs> That's right. That's crazy cool. <laughs> but the other cool thing that happened uh, in that mass. So all while this is going on, I guess I was thrown off by John Bon Jovi. But it was just me, my wife, and, and the three-year-old, and we're walking up to communion. And so, like, we're, when we're walking up, like, I have the, I'm holding the baby, and then I set her down to walk. And so we're walking up into the lines, and so it's baby, and then me, and then wife. And so I, it was just this interesting moment of, like, seeing how kids learn Catholicism literally just by watching and doing what everybody else does. Like, that's how... That's how we were all taught Catholicism, right? So she's wa she's walks up in the line, and it's so cute to watch her like walk and try to figure out when to stop. Like she doesn't realize like the pace that the person in front of her is walking. So she keeps yeah. walking into them, and then we get to the communion line. I guess she had been looking around, and and of course for the first time, this is what she does. She she puts her hands up like she's going to receive. She has her hands all the way up like this little three year old reached her hands all the way up, reaching out for Jesus. And the priest is just smiling because he knows that she's way too young. But I'm like, you know, pushing her hands down. And, but it's, it was just this cute moment of like, man, this kid wants Jesus probably more than I do at this moment. And that was something I had to sit with. But uh, I wanted to pray about it. But John Bon Jovi kept coming into my head. And my wife kept praying with living on a prayer. That's what she told me after. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's great. It was just super cute, though, to see, I mean, like, you know, we hear the whole thing, like, being like a child, and, like, you know, everybody was talking about, oh, yeah, you know, after COVID, we're all going to miss the Eucharist, and I, you know, I've shared on the show before, like, I just didn't have that that desire, even though I wanted it, and I just, I guess I'm just not as good of a Catholic, but it was really sweet to see my, see my daughter, uh, you know, reaching out for it, and I was like, man, maybe I should do that a little more. Yeah, you should. 
That is adorable. Yeah. Also, I believe we should restore it and give uh, all the sacraments of initiation at baptism so that your daughter could receive communion. But that's another another day. I think all masses should be for John Bon Jovi until he returns to the Catholic Church. <laughs> Dude, imagine. We should start doing that. It works. We're like, all right, who's next? Eminem. <laughs> we talked about New Year's a few years ago. My New Year's resolution was to pray for Kendrick Lamar every time he said, ain't nobody praying for me. And uh, his life didn't change when I prayed for him every day for a year. So... <laughs> You don't know that yet. Not yet. You're right. Well, uh, what I do know now is that this segment is over, and I think I'm glad because, boy, we went everywhere during this segment. It's only been 18 minutes. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Not only are there full-length shows of this show that you are watching slash listening to over on YouTube, but there's also all other kind of videos as well. Uh, just some random stuff that's on my mind that's only on YouTube. But also, uh, I just did a talk for the Emmanuel Conference uh, celebrating this Christmas and, and uh, New Year's season. It is over on YouTube right now. It's, it's all about uh, essentially the gifts that we received and how we're supposed to share those and how that relates to the greatest gift God has given us. So go check that out, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and check out the video from the Emmanuel Conference. Enjoy. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm Taylor Stroll. That's still Jonathan Blevins. And no, no one still wants to look at me. So uh, I had this Ouch. idea <laughs> actually from, from you. Uh, we're both big sports fans. We've talked about sports a lot on the show. Uh, you know, and a, a big thing that sports fans do, and a lot of sports like commentators. So like I listen to Colin Cowherd. You don't like him, but that's fine. We disagree on just about everything, apparently, on the Internet these days. But one of the things that you were doing is you started doing like the power rankings of like, essentially, it's like who what is the best team today? Who has had the best season to date? Who do you think is the most powerful team today? Not who's going to win the Super Bowl, not who's the best team ever, not who's like, you know, like here we are going into week 17. There's a lot of playoff implications for the last week of the NFL season. And, and like, so you could have it in your power rankings. You could have one team that you think is better right now, but that you don't necessarily think will win the Super Bowl. So uh, obviously neither of us have the Houston Texans, or the Detroit Lions on our top five power rankings for the NFL. Uh, but you know they're still our favorite team. So it's, this is not, what we wanted to do was to do our Saint Power Rankings for the first week of January of 2021. And uh, so again, this isn't like our favorite Saints because like my favorite team's the Texans, your favorite team's Detroit. That doesn't mean they're in the Power Rankings, <laughs> you know. But uh, who is the most popular? Who do you think is the most? Who is the most uh, the most powerful right now? Who do you think we need the most of these Saints? right here because like obviously like you know you would be like oh mary queen of heaven like obviously like all time best saint but who, who's the most prominent right now so john and i have compiled a list uh we've spent hours and hours of calculations on this and by that i mean we both took hours. about five minutes <laughs> to, hours <laughs> to combine or to, to compile lists and i would imagine our list has a couple together and i think i have think? some yeah i think so and I think I think we have some that are uh, very unique to ourselves as well. So, John, you understand the rules of the game. Have I have I explained it well enough to our audience? I think you have one hundred percent, and you, you also have explained it well to me because pop, I have changed mine since you started talking. Good. So I'm very excited. Well, good. So why don't you start with your number? We're going to count down from five to one, and we're going to go back. You're going to do your fifth one. I'll do my fifth one. So you go ahead, go first. Okay, number five. 
I was waiting for your reaction. You did not like that. That's fine. I, uh, I was just saying, like, you were literally doing a waiting sound effect, and I was waiting. I was doing <laughs> what your mouth told me to. St. Teresa of Calcutta coming in at number five. Why is she so, so prominent in January of 2021? Well, I do think she's just amazing, and she, there's been some people out there the last few years kind of trying to discount her or disprove that she was a good person, all kinds of stuff. And I hate to see that, but she was unbelievable, had a big impact in my life. And one of the things that she did was take care of some of the sickest people in the world. And we're going through a pandemic and people are scared and uh, nurses need prayers and doctors need prayers and health workers. Um, and we need the courage that St. Teresa of Calcutta had to go do what she did. Um, and a pretty, I mean, really, she just gave, she gave her life essentially. Um, I'm surprised that she lived as long as she did um, with what she was doing. So St. Teresa of Calcutta, number five. That's a really good one. I did, I, you know, cause I thought a lot about like new years and COVID connections and that sort of thing. So your first one has a big COVID connection of, of like working with the sick and how, you know, she could have gotten sick too, but she did it anyway. And she was serving the poor. I think she's also good for power rankings because she's like popular outside of the church too. Like people are like, yep. Oh, I'm no mother Teresa after they get all their thousand Christmas presents and that sort of thing. It's a very, you, you understand the game well, John, and maybe just maybe we'll prove that you're not done today. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do it for me. Number five, uh, is John the Baptist. And I think this is one of those ones where like, he's not super popular throughout the year, but we just came out of Advent and Advent is kind of his season waiting and preparing for the Lord, right. Yeah. For, for his coming. But I think the reason like, so I think he would have been two number two, like three weeks ago, but he, he's, he's, he's coming down a little bit to number five. But I think okay. the thing that's really interesting is, uh, you know, his whole thing was uh, he must increase. I must decrease. Right. So uh, we're going into new years uh, and 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 you are saying that you want to decrease your weight, and we both made that commitment in 2020. You have done it, and I have only e increased. So you have been the perfect John the Baptist, <laughs> saying he must increase, I must decrease. You've done that very well, and I'm proud Thank of you. Thank you. You must eat more locusts <laughs> and honey, my friend. It, maybe that's what it was. It, 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 what was his version? The, it's not Exodus 90. It's like Holy Land forever. <laughs> Just eat yeah, locusts yeah. and honey <laughs> and a sweat sweat shirt. Um, but also just the whole the whole thing that like Christmas Day, December twenty fifth, is picked because uh, partly because of him. Like the Christmas celebration we just have and we're still celebrating is partly because of him. Because the whole like you know it's the sh Christmas is the shortest day of the year because like that's when the light starts to come into the world and every day gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And then six months later, it's John the Baptist feast day when it's the longest and brightest day of the year. And then it starts to de decrease from there. You know, so playing on that, he must increase, I must decrease. Um, so yeah, that's why John the Baptist comes in at my number five. I love it. All right. Number four for me. Yep. St. Jose Sanchez del Rio. I've never heard of that person. Yes, you have. Viva Cristo Rey. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone who's ever gone to any Catholic event in the last 10 years knows who that is. I've never heard uh, the full name. Say it again. St. Jose Sanchez del Rio. I think it was actually oh, a Luis okay, in okay. there. I, I, if, you, if you would have stopped Luis at Jose Sanchez, Sanchez, I would have had it. Yeah, there you go. I love him. I love him to death. Uh, he's amazing, martyr, young, uh, young boy who um, gave his life and, and really just like converted tons of people with his story, including you know now. Um, so anyway, why he was just again a young kid who joined the Cristeros movement. You guys can look this off. I don't want to take too much time on this, but what I loved about him is that he had courage in a crazy, scary time in Mexico where being Catholic was outlawed and they were killing Catholics and killing priests and. 
here's this young kid who decides to join the movement and help and treat people and and pray. Um, and I feel like right now we're going through, I don't know, it's crazy stuff. I tweeted something recently that we're, we live in a culture of death. And you should have seen like the way that people just assume and generalize Catholics. Uh, like oh, you got you guys, all Catholics only care about babies until they're born and then they hate them. Um, and I'm just like, man, you really believe that? Like, it's crazy. And we need the courage of St. Jose Sanchez del Rio to continue to fight for the truth and the goodness that is the church. That's a really good one. Yeah, I saw that you lost followers, but you still have plenty more than me. So you're doing something. Then right. I gained like 400 more because one priest retweeted and was like, follow him. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's a, it's a weird world, man. He gives and takes away. Blessed be the name. That's of right. Him. He took away your followers that weren't as good and gave you better ones, just like he did. For and then Joe. he'll take those ones away when they see how much I tweet about football. On yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, for for me, the next one is is St. Michael, who all time might be my number one. But power rankings Ooh. currently, uh, the reason for St. Michael is uh, spiritual warfare. I think a lot of people are just struggling with their spiritual life and struggling with like, oh, you know, the, the, the demon of COVID and the demon of all the struggles and the demons of being stuck al at home alone and your whole life falling apart. And I just think a lot of, you know, a lot of us are all over the place spiritually. And the, the St. Michael prayer is, is a prayer that I have said every night that, I, that, I, that I've uh, before I go to bed, since I was like 16 in, in high school. Uh, so if you don't have the St. Michael prayer anywhere, I would just Google it. Uh, say it whenever you're struggling. Say it when you're struggling with, 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 uh, with, with your spiritual life. And I think it'll be really helpful for this time. Cast into hell or what's the other one? Thrust. I like thrust, thrust. a lot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Awesome. I love that one. St. Michael's the man. Um, number three. Yep. St. Ter... Oh, nope, nope, nope. Hold on, I changed this one. I, changed I was going to say St. Teresa of Sue. I love her a ton. I'm changing okay. it, though. Changing it to uh, Carlo... I don't know how to say his last name. Acutis? Acutie. He's a cutie. Is it a cutie? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Catholic teenager. They're calling him maybe the first millennial saint. Died of leukemia in 2006. Um, and he's been dubbed already kind of the patron saint of the internet. And so I think given everything that's happened, not just like with COVID, but everyone's home on the internet all the time, especially young people, Generation Z, um, we need a good a model of how we can be Catholic and holy still online and be a presence online uh, and lead people closer to Christ and, and really like have good boundaries and, and all that kind of stuff um, to use internet for good um, and, and, you know, still spend time with family and go to mass and celebrate the sacraments. So Love it. Love it. First millennial saint coming at you soon. He's, he's a good one. Um, I like that a, a non-saint made it into your saint power rankings, but I'll, I'll accept Thank it. Thank you. Two of them, actually. Oh, really? Nice. Um, <laughs> number three for me is St. Arnold, the patron saint of alcohol and brewers, because Get out. that has helped us a lot through this past year. I think St. Arnold is doing great. Uh, we, he also, uh, I, I learned that he started brewing beer because the water wasn't safe to drink. And those yeah. who have been listening to the show for the last few months know that my hometown had like a w brain amoebas in the water, and we could not drink the could not drink the water. So I think St. Arnold is a, is a perfect one for this situation because he literally brewed beer because the water wasn't safe, and they just had a sustaining life based on beer. Uh, so yeah, that 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 is mine because alcohol has been very helpful for us Catholics, and I think the rest of the world over these last you know uh, eighteen years since the pandemic started. <laughs> Yeah, how great would it be for us to to live in a situation where it was safer to drink beer? <laughs> <laughs> no, just me. Okay. There you go. I think I just said it already is, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. All right, I'm on number two. Yep. For me, number two is Saint Thomas Aquinas, and I love him. 
He's one of my all-time favorite Saints. He's usually up there around number one with me. That's St. Francis OCC is as well, but I left him out of the top five. Um, but I think we need Aquinas. I think we need people to think the way he thought and to read more of his stuff, uh, not just like the world, but particularly people in the church. I love Thomas Aquinas. Uh, I think leaders in the church, priests, uh, every time I meet a priest who's like, can't stand Aquinas, I'm like, okay, I don't trust this guy. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, St. Thomas Aquinas, we need him. We need good thinkers still in the church. And he has a lot of gold nuggets and wisdom in there. So, John, I think this pick, all your other picks were tremendous. I think this yeah. pick might be like when you say the Lions are going to the Super Bowl this year. I think Whoa. I don't think it's a power ranking. I think it's a wishful thinking. Why? Because like you're like, I think people should be reading Thomas Aquinas. Are they, though? Like, are people? Are no, but they should be. That's why we need them. We need this. We need people. Oh, I can't tell you how many priests I meet recently who are just like, oh, Aquinas. I'm like, what? Right. What have you done? I think that proves the point <laughs> that he's not in the power rankings currently, even though we would like him to be in the future. Fine. Call it my Lions pick, if you will. But he stays at number two. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, <laughs> your Lions version pick. Um, number two for me is is mama mary and i think especially around this time of year uh obviously we just celebrated christmas and she was heavily involved in that in that celebration also she just had uh, a feast day uh that that was you know in normal years is an oblig everyone's obligated to go but uh didn't <laughs> so you yeah. know it's, it's a big feast day for her she gets new years like that's pretty cool for her uh, but yeah, I mean, she's she has just been in nativity scenes. She's been seen holding baby Jesus. She is completely tied, obviously, to Jesus, but to specifically to this time of Jesus being a baby. And I think the other added kicker is that uh, we've all been stay-at-home parents for the last nine months, and that was Mary's like job. Like her job was to take care of the baby Jesus. Uh, so whatever you're, uh, I don't know. I know no one else has been in this situation. No one else has been frustrated with their kids in the last 10 months. I know Never. that. I know that for sure. Uh, but if you ever, if you ever have that urge come up just once in the next few months, pray to mama Mary, because she was a stay at home mom who had to worry about protecting her perfect child from the world. So that's my number two. I love it. And I, I said before, I'm not picking Mary in my top five because to me, it's just a, a no-brainer. So it's fine that you put her at number two and your reasoning for it is beautiful. But if she's not in mine, she would have been. I don't think we have any similarities. My number one, you're going to think is a homer pick, but it's not. Um, it is also not a saint yet, but blessed Kiara Badano, who my daughter is named after. You don't understand power rankings. I thought you understood power rankings <laughs> with your third, fourth, and fifth pick. Listen, listen, it makes sense. It makes sense. She she was very sick and died. And what she lived her life with such joy in the middle of like going through some horrible stuff. Uh, and I feel like we need more of that. And me in particular, I'm usually a really joyful person, um, you know, pretty real, very like uh, optimistic. And this year, I mean, COVID has you know impacted everybody, but it's taken away a little bit of my optimism. I'm like, hey, 2021 is probably going to be worse than 2020. <laughs> that is something I've never said in my whole life ever. Like, this might be worse than what just happened. Um, and I don't know. I do. I I, I stand by that. But uh, I do think I personally need more of the courage and the joy that she had when she was suffering and her hair was falling out every single time that she felt pain. She would just say, "For you, Jesus. For you, Jesus." And um, that's you know, what I cared said more about I was her balding too. <laughs> She cared more about her parents' marriage than she did her own life. I mean, she's just an amazing uh, person, and we need more joy like that, especially in a, what seems like a joyless time. Okay, you made the pick make sense. Like, not Thank completely you. for power rankings. It's Again, it's a wishful thinking one, but 
for those that don't know, that is the name of John's newest baby in the house. So, <laughs> little bit of a Homer pick, but uh, I'm not I'm not mad at you for being a Homer. Like you can you can pick your kid, that's fine. But again, it's wishful thinking, I think, instead of That's fine. That's that's fine. Uh for me, uh number 1, St. Joseph. Uh I mean like he, no one has talked about this man ever for more than like a week. Usually he gets like a week at Christmas time. But now we've got a whole year for him. It's only beginning. It's the strongest he's ever been. It's the most powerful and and strong he's ever been in the power rankings. And I think he's ever going to be this man who literally said nothing in the gospels got a whole year dedicated to him. So the rest of the show is just going to be me and John uh, being quiet for the next 20 minutes just to dude how cool is it that he like took two really cool naps that never said a word i mean that like that is me i want to be like him <laughs> john you took a nap today you texted me we were recording yeah. at 11 30 and uh, in the morning and you texted me i was like hey uh, we're going to do St. Power Rankings about two, three hours before the show. And you're like, cool. I'm about to take a nap. I'm like, John, everyone just woke up. Like, what are you doing taking a nap? <laughs> I was up early with the baby, Taylor. You're with with uh, with St. Kiara. Good job. That's right. That I, was, she I'm will be a saint. So there are our St. Power Rankings. Guys, if you have your own at home, you can play along. Give us your five uh, Saints Power Rankings, not uh, not wishful thinking like someone else on this show, but your power rankings rank them five through one. You can uh, uh, tag us in social media at Taylor Schroll at Forte Catholic on the social media at Bearded Blevins on the social media. Let, uh, let us know whose list you think is stronger and show us your list. Uh, don't go anywhere. You, we'll be right back. Wait, you do know. Real quick, okay. Oh, 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 oh. We're, you do know that not one lady. I know a lot of ladies love the podcast. You're not, not one lady is going to think that you won because I had three count them three female saints in my top five and you had one and it was mother mary i had saint arnold's and all those women have been drinking wine for the last 10 months They're with me. <laughs> don't go anywhere we'll be right back <laughs> stay connected with forte catholic throughout the week on social media uh we got a facebook page at forte catholic we've got uh instagram at taylor schroll s-c-h-r-o-l-l also taylor schroll on twitter and at forte catholic on twitter as well uh it's just essentially like a lot of the things that i workshop for the show goes out through social media stuff that you know we'll talk about it's like hey you should see this we'll we'll, sh we'll share clips all kind of stuff over there so go give those things a follow we'd love to get to know you and get to meet you and stay connected with you other than just once a week for a little less than an hour like you give jesus on sundays Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Jonathan Bearded, Beloved, Bloated Blevins. Beloved and bloated in the same sentence? How dare you? <laughs> I'm about to meal prep. Well, I'm I'm proud of you. So Thank uh, you. It, it is a new so year. So is your What? What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all don't know is uh, this this whole recording has been riddled with my new camera that I spent way too much money on not working. So we had to switch to the webcam in the middle of this recording. So we've already recorded this and John was trying to play it off like we hadn't and repeat every <laughs> word that he said verbatim from the previous <laughs> recording. So that's just a sneak behind. I started this show off in a good mood and now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You still look great. Well, thank you. Uh, you're beautiful and bloated. So uh, New Year means uh, not new us because we're the same old people that are uh, sad about how things have been going and nothing is changing. But 
It does mean word of the year generator from our friend Jennifer Fowler. If you don't know who Jen is, then where have you been? Like she's a TikTok sensation now. She used to be a, a Catholic radio show host for years over at SiriusXM. She quit that to pursue uh, comedy full time. Her comedy special, y'all, if y'all have been watching or listening to the show, have heard me talk about it, the commercials over the last few weeks. So funny. Go watch it. You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime. Jen Fowler, The Naughty Quarter. It is so very funny. Well, she does this thing every year called the Word of the Year Generator, and she is adamant that it means that, like, this is the word that's going to define your next year. Christian, sit with it. Pray with it. If you're not Christian, I don't know, meditate on it and put it on your mirror. Like, I don't know what they do. But for us, it's like, this is going to be your Word of the Year. So John and I are going to look up our word of the year here live on the air and reveal those here to you. But also, before we do that, John had the brilliant idea to go back and look back at what our previous Wait, years Wait, can you were. say that again? Uh, John had a brilliant, bloated idea to go back over the <laughs> last and look at our previous years. Uh, what did you find in your, in your sleuthing through your social media? So I did not, in all transparency, last year, I think I did it 10 times to try to find a word as funny as the one I got in 2018. <laughs> In 2018, my word of the year was fertility. And I actually tweeted it at Jen and she was like, uh-oh. And for me, and here's the thing, at the end of the year, I didn't like stop and think about why that was my word. Cause I, it could have been, uh, my wife and I did not have a baby that year, but we had one the next year. Um, so I don't know, maybe there was some, maybe a friend of ours, maybe I prayed for a friend of ours, like who knows? I'm sure the word made sense. Cause Jen Wait, makes no I, mistakes. I, I, without getting too involved in your personal life. Was the baby you had the next year conceived in that year? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Born in 2020. So no. So I, yeah. So again, I, I maybe I forget. May, I'm sure I was praying for people who were having a hard time conceiving, and then they did. So who knows? I don't know. But that was a word, fertility, and it was pretty funny a couple of years ago. And we'll see. I'm excited to see what it is today. I think fertility was heavily weighted that year because a lot of people got it and a lot of people got pregnant. And (laughs) and that's one of those, like, is this Jen being a genie and granting wishes? Is this her being someone who can see the future? Or is this just Jen saying there should be more babies and giving everyone the word fertility in hopes that we'll have more babies? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really, it's just a brilliant plan by her. So uh, (laughs) I did not get the word fertility. Uh, I just looked at this, and you got my reaction when I saw it, the one that I did last year. Uh, yeah, what was it? I maniacally laughed, and you asked what it was, and I said, I'll tell you on the air. Tell me. The word that I got for 2020 was relax. <laughs> wow, yeah. How'd you do with that? It was the least relaxing year of my entire <laughs> life, and I blamed Jen Fulweiler for this. She has already claimed on her podcast that she is the cause of everything bad that happened in 2020. And now I believe her because she mocked me with the word relax on January 1st, 2020. And it, it was not a relaxing year. To be fair, sh- like you probably did spend more time this year on a couch than any other year of your life. Yeah, stressing about how to <laughs> feed my kids in the other room. <laughs> but you just needed to relax, man. Just listen to her. Yeah, if Just relax. They'll get fed somehow. Jed! <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. Okay, so let's look at uh, let let's let's pull up who who wants, you want me to go first or you want to go first for your word this year. Um, what you want me to go first? I literally just asked you that question. I was pulling it up. Okay, I'll go first then. Okay, I have clicked the button and I have okay. uh, g- randomly generated the word inhale. Which is very similar to the word relax, I think. It is. But also, like, there's a couple things here. 
I have asthma. So is this like I have problems inhaling <laughs> and keeping mm. oxygen in? So I have to use an inhaler like before I go work out. And uh, sometimes, like, the whole reason I have a co-host, I don't know if you knew this, was because I can't talk for an hour straight. I need to stop talking and breathe. So, like, while you're talking, I'm away from the mic going. <gasps> Wait, seriously? <laughs> Not, I mean, I'm I'm embellishing a little bit, but yes. I, used I had to no try, idea. I tried to do the show by myself and just talk for an hour. And I was like, <sighs> I need to breathe every now and then. Wait, I wonder if that's how the Need to Breathe band came up with their name. 100%. Three of the four have asthma. Two of them are brothers. They were born together. How do you know that? That's amazing. They were twins separated at birth. That is not true. I've, none of it was true. I made all of that. that oh, that would have been so sick <laughs> if that was all true. I was like hoping it was true. I was like, how does Taylor know this? That's, that's, that, that's great. I have seen them in concert, and their, their harmonies Inhale. are so amazing that I think they probably were conjoined. But, you know, fact check that later. But Could be a helium joke that Jen's trying to play on. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Uh, but also, I, th I think it's interesting because it's like, does she want me to die? Because if all I do is inhale and never exhale, that just means I held my breath until I passed out. What if it's a reminder that you need to bring your inhaler with you everywhere you go just in case? And this year you'll have a situation where you're very scared, but you have your inhaler because of Jen and she saves your life. I always have my inhaler with me. Okay. <laughs> well, now you certainly will. It's in my backpack and there's one in my car. You're 37. How do you have a backpack? I'm 31. We all know that I'm a baby compared to you, old man. <laughs> and uh, I used to do this thing called traveling a lot, Jonathan. I have. I've yeah, never... I don't use backpacks, bro. I, dude, I, I have a little Twitch bag. Dude, it's so cool, man. Like, it's a suitcase, like, in the backpack as one. You can't break into it. You can lock it up. Like, it's like a suitcase and a backpack. It's perfect because my other carry-on is my guitar. So I had to have one Wait, bag. is it a backpack or a backpack? It's a big bag, but I can put it on my back. So there's like a, yeah, a compartment in here to put my clothes, and I can put my computer in here and lock yeah, it. But I always get this wrong. It's called a backpack or a backpack? I always call it a backpack. It's a, it's backpack. a backpack. It's a pack for your back. It's a bag. You put a wow. Okay, pa backpack. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your takes have never been wrong. I'm John Blevins. That's not a take. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what your word. Kiss. Kiss is my word. Kiss. Why did I get fertility and then kiss? Well, yeah, those are in the opposite order. <laughs> yeah. Why is that my word? Because she has a lot of female followers. No, he, uh, John, I fixed it. Yeah, look at me. I need you to look at me for this. It's kiss, but like this. Yeah. Okay. Like the band. Listen to more kiss. Like you're going to rock out in 2021. You're going to go a little crazy. You might paint your face white and black. You know, who, who knows? I, why, I'm mad. Kiss is my word. Why do you think your word is kiss? Do you, uh, we talked about your wife earlier. Like, do you need to kiss your wife more often? Probably. Well, there you go. There's your New Year's resolution. Kiss your wife more often than you did last year. I guess. I was kind of hoping for something like, what word? Hmm. Like kiss the band and how awesome that is? <laughs> <laughs> no, like food. Food. That's the word you tried to avoid last year. It is. It's a, I want more good food. So you're not you're not happy about your. Well, here's the thing, John. You're not happy about your word, and you're the one that said 2021 was going to be worse than this past year. See, you, this is your fault. See, and what? And it's weird that yours is inhale and mine's kiss. Don't do those at the same time. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is she saying? I don't know, Jen. We're going to need your input on this because she did say on her podcast recently that like she this year is claiming that she is the only one that can like truly tell you what your word means. So we're going to have to ask her. Oh, wait, are you dead serious? Yeah. 
So we're going to have to figure it out. Like she was tired of people telling her what their word meant. So she's she's finally just put her foot down and she's she's going to have to tell you. Well, how much time do we have left on this segment? <laughs> uh, uh, nine minutes. You want to call her? <laughs> she's texting me right now. Is she really? I just said what my word is kiss. Why? She says, I am so sorry in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, good old Jen. So, so amazing. You don't, you, you don't see like, here's the thing though. Uh, we looked back in my word. Uh, I, I, I probably should have relaxed more this past year because I didn't relax at all. Um, when we look back at this a year from now on the new year's 2022 show, are you going to look back at kiss fondly or are you still going to be bad? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll find that it was great. I, I did. Jody did, wanted to do this thing that we read once that was like, you should kiss for 30 seconds every day. And that just seems so weird. I don't know. I'm not against kissing. Kissing's fine. So, so I'm sure that if I listen to the word of the year at the end of the year, I'll be like, oh, that was great. I'm just so much closer to my wife. I hope, I hope so. I, kissing for 30 seconds is a long time, and we can't go down that road because I was silent for a while because I had a lot of things that I was trying to think if I could say, and I can't. So we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on. Mo moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, so final thing, final thing for today. Um, I was at at uh, Christmas Mass. You were at Christmas Mass, and and Christmas Eve, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, that me too. So you you recall the first reading? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, do you recall the gospel that day? Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. It was the um the census. Yeah, so and so begat so and so who begat yeah, so and so. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fertility in that in that gospel. Tons <laughs> about a baby being born and a lots of other babies being born. And I was thinking about it, and like, here's the thing. And I I don't know how I'm supposed to think about this, but like, they were like, okay, uh, you know, from Abraham to David were 14 generations, mm -hmm. and then from David to to Jesus were 14 generations. And I was like, and, and like the cool thing is like there's so many people like in that lineage that were great people and terrible people and people with past that got, you know, uh, you know, restored in their relationship with God. Like so many cool stories there. But it's like it's almost too perfect that I was thinking, like, who got edited out? Like there had to be a generation where it was like the guy writing the gospel was like, you know, really, there were 15 that second time. But that guy was boring, and, and we didn't like him, and he was a stepdad, so we kind of edited him out a little bit. That was my thought during Christmas Eve Mass, during the Gospel. Wait, that you had that thought during Mass? 100%. That's what I think about during church. Wow. And I'm also wondering why five rocks are inside of two fish. I, th <laughs> I think that at that point during Mass, literally I was trying to find out why my four-year-old was sprinting across the, the pew. See, I'm still paying attention. I'm, I'm having, I'm having ideas that I probably shouldn't be having, but I'm still paying attention. At least, yeah, at least you paid attention. I, I don't think I did. My, my our kids. I don't know about what you guys have done with your kids, but we haven't gone. We have not been able to go to mass as a family every single Sunday during the pandemic. Watched a lot of it on TV, that kind of stuff. It's been a weird year. Um, my kids are like not it's been a in great church year. shape. We're two days in. <laughs> yeah, my kids are not in church shape. They are like, like they. My, my four-year-old Zachary. It literally is jumping up and down the entire time every time we take him to church now. And I'm like, okay, we got to get back into this routine. Well, the good news is, John, is that your kids have the same practice. Not going to church, but they have the same practice that I do. Once, once, well, for me, for you, it's once a month. For me, it's once a week. 
they need to go into another room and be quiet for a little over an hour so we can record this show. So they got they've got some practice being quiet for an hour. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but the other thing that I was thinking of, like this is the other thing that popped into my head while I'm hearing that. Uh, again, probably not what I should be thinking about at Christmas Eve Mass, but. You know how, like, there's a lot of, like, I, I love Star Wars, and I love all the, like, side stuff around Star Wars. The books, the TV shows, all that kind of stuff. You know, like, everybody's yeah. in Mandalorian now, but, like, you know, I was watching the cartoons before everybody thought Mando was cool. And uh, there's a lot of... Yeah, you're Star Wars hipster. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of Star Wars people, there's a lot of Star Wars people that, that I think that, that that are hipsters or about it that are like, oh, why are we still on the Skywalker story? Why are we still, you know, why always have to bring back Skywalker or bring back Luke or bring back Palpatine? Why do you have to keep bringing back these people? I thought about those people during the gospel <laughs> because all we did in, in, oh, we have this new character, Jesus. Why does he have to be connected to David? Why does he have to be connected to Abraham? Why does he have to be connected to all of our heroes in the old testament and all i thought about was like because it's great it's great storytelling in star wars and it's great storytelling and the greatest story of all time in jesus so that's all i could think about during the gospel was there was probably a 15th dude that got edited out and people that hate on star wars for being the skywalker saga need to leave jesus alone I love that those are the two things you thought of literally during the Christmas season. Merry Christmas! <laughs> I love the way your brain works. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very proud. I, I had one serious thought during that mass. Are you ready? This came from the homily. I am. I was paying attention during the homily. Okay. And uh, and I think it's a perfect way to uh, you know end last year and move into this new year. Where like like they were saying that Jesus came, like God came to Earth at the incarnation at Christmas uh, to restore honor and glory to Israel. And it's one of those things that's like, have I, one, have I heard this before? And two, if I have, like I've never really thought about it, like because Israel like wasn't a, was a nation that God lived within and resi- resided in and led, and they kept walking away, kept walking away, and that's the story of the Old Testament is them kind of them messing up, them coming back, but never really coming back to fully how they were. And I, I was thinking like, like what God did that first time, like to restore honor and glory to his people. It's like, that's what, that's what Christmas is. Like that's what that celebration is. It's like, he is coming to restore honor and glory to us. I think a lot of us probably lost some of our honor or, uh, and I think everybody lost some glory during the last year when things were, things were, were struggling. And like, the, what was what was interesting for me as I was thinking about is like what was the glory of Israel? It wasn't Israel. It was God residing in them and God being part of that nation, you know. And so I was like, well, that's if if the restored glory and the restored honor, that's when G, when Jesus comes, when God comes back into that nation. So I was just thinking about that. Like that was like the serious thought that I had here in this Christmas season. He, I think it's a good one for the new year as well. It's like. We need our glory and honor restored. It was a rough year. The thing that's going to do that is God coming back into the picture. So that was my serious thought for Christmas and New Year's. I love that. And that's kind of original. I mean, like, that's not like the stereotypical one. For me, it was the stereotypical message of, like, Jesus entered into our messy world in a very messy way, and he will continue to enter into my mess. It was like the 80th time I've needed to hear that in the last... 10 years, but uh, it needed to hear it nonetheless. For sure. Well, there it is. Our lives are still messy. Jonathan's still bloated, and we'll be back next week. Say it! Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I hope that you enjoyed it, because we 
almost enjoyed recording it. It was fun when we were actually doing the recording. All the stuff in between, not so fun. So I hope it was an enjoyable experience for you guys. Thanks so much. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Like the video. Uh, comment with how awesome we are. That would be tremendous. And I will love you until the day that I die, which will probably be soon. So not great of a promise. Bye.